Welcome back to Smell My Whiskey Podcast. This is episode 18. 18. Yeah, we're at 18, man. That's pretty good. All right, we're back. Uh, it always feels weird after we do a live because then we skip a Monday and then it feels like we don't record forever. It only takes three extra days of wait time to feel like we haven't done this in years. Well, when it, you have so weird. much fun in the live episode, it's uh, coming back to the recording. I, I'm sorry to say, but it's a little, it's a little more stressful. I'm actually, I actually like the uh, recordings more because I don't have to look at Clint. <laughs> yeah, Clint, turn your damn video on. <laughs> that's why. That's why I don't like the live recordings, or why I do like the live recordings. I just get to stare at Clint's eyes all day. <laughs> all I can say, visual, or or you could definite difference if you listen to the live episode. Just listen to the first five minutes, skip to the last ten minutes, and you'll be like. Oh, these guys got pretty drunk. <laughs> I, I did that at one point. I, I edited the intro, and I was like, cool, cool, cool. And I went to the end, and I listened to the last five minutes. I was like, what the fuck happened yeah, we to us? We got real rowdy after the first <laughs> 30 minutes. Not, we were less coherent than necessary. It was uh, worth it. Was it. so fun. It was worth it. I liked it. Anyways, this week, we're back. We're done with Irish whiskey for now. We're jumping into something completely different. This is Balcones. Texas single malt whiskey pot distilled. Clint, you got to have good information on this guy. Yeah, so uh, uh, Balcones is a distillery in Waco, Texas. It actually was founded in 2008, so not that long ago. Um, interesting little fact for John. Uh, it was the first, uh, Balcones was... Uh, sold the first ever Texas whiskey sold after the prohibition. And that was Ooh. their blue corn called baby blue. So that's another Balcones uh, whiskey that they make just out of a hundred percent roasted blue corn mash. So that's kind of interesting. And that's from 2008 and forward or they existed before that. Uh, that, that's 2008 and forward. Uh, 2008 is when they first came into existence. So they There's were no Texas whiskey until 2008. I guess. Yeah, that, that's what I saw uh, at least on the website. Yeah, although it's a new fad. I'm, I'm terrible at internet, <laughs> so there you go. I <laughs> yeah, Glenn <wrong>. tried. <laughs> I tried. I tried, guys. <laughs> the book I read was dated 2008, but. But yeah, yeah, they, no, that's what I was reading on it. It's like a kind of like the new trend in Texas. Like everyone's trying to get like their own kind of whiskey out. I, Clint, did you see how many are up now? Like actual Texas whiskeys? I think I didn't see how many were up, but I know of at least four others. Uh, TX is one. Um, I am spacing on some of the other ones, but TX is one of the competitors. Uh, that's sorry, just let me get this straight. Clint. Te huh? Texas whiskey that's is just the state no, of TX is like TX Distillery, I think. <laughs> I don't know. A Texas maybe I'm, Distillery. Maybe I'm bad at the internet again. I don't know. <laughs> somebody, let me get this straight. Did I just totally miss this? Texas whiskey is that an official thing? Like, well, okay. is there documentation on what makes Texas whiskey, or is as, it just whiskey from Texas? I'm not totally up to date on this, but as far as I understand it, uh, which some of this is coming from the whiskey tribe basically those videos but um they are currently trying to make texas style whiskey a different classification kind of like kentucky straight bourbon is specific to kentucky um canadian whiskey has its own irish has its own they're trying to 
make commission for distilleries in Texas that kind of dictate what what a Texas style whiskey is, I guess, or to help define it. But as of right now, you could probably just make any whiskey and say it's Texas right whiskey. Now, and yeah, can, right now. No one can really yeah, stop you. Yeah, right now it's not uh, governed Boys, by anything. Boys, let's make that Indiana-Texas whiskey. Yeah, it's... Um, no rules. I'm reading something right now, the thing I was referencing earlier. So there's 12 distilleries now, and they formed a trade group, um, or 12 distilleries formed a trade group, one of them being Belcutters, <laughs> and it's uh, the Texas Whiskey Association. So they're kind of, I think, slowly... Trying to like eventually make it a hard protected protected class kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's not the right term. That's that's HR. It's fine. You know you what I mean, mean, world. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, they're they're trying. Um. Anyway, uh, they actually started in 2008 building their uh, copper stills, and it was underneath an overpass in Waco, Texas originally kind of like a barn shed area over underneath the overpass uh it wasn't until 2016 when they opened their larger operation um i forget exactly where that was but uh they got a much larger building now to support the volume because that this distillery got popular real quick within the last 10 years and they've had to up their volume almost tenfold to support the demand for it. And a lot of that was under uh, the leadership of the head distiller, Jared Hempstead. Um, he's been named an icon of whiskey, uh, master distiller and blender of the year in 2019. Um, I mean, this, this distillery is kind of gotten a good name as a good craft distillery. Uh, grain to grass or grain to glass, not grain to grass. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, kind of similar to that. You know, what what are those? The fancy term for uh, farm to table, farm farm to table restaurants. You know, that similar mindset. I guess is how I would say. Um, so I mentioned they they've been involved in the whiskey tribe, which. Uh, those guys is the crowd-funded Crowded Barrel Distillery or Crowded Barrel Whiskey Company. And so that's the one with the crowd-funded community that is completely uh, basically donating to, you know, support whatever whiskey manufacturing they do make. But uh, that's been mentioned there, and it, it's just been real popular. Um, lots of rewards. Um I mean, a lot, a lot of what they say they focus on is, like I said, grain to glass. Uh, they focus on longer fermentation times. So they target like seven to eight days versus the usual three to four in the mash bill. And then using copper pot stills and barrel, uh, the choice of their barrels, I mean... Supposedly, they're dealing with French and Hungarian and American oaks. I mean, the barrel choices are different. Um, but on top of that, it's They really Texas. get creative with their whole thing, that don't they? Yeah, yeah. And on top of that, you know, it's Texas. Definitely so not by the book. The I'm, ready for that climate. To be, <clears throat> I'm ready for that to be a problem when they do the, do the Texas whiskey deal. And they're like, yeah, you got to use these barrels. And Balcones is like, oh, what? What? <laughs> 
<laughs> half their shit becomes irrelevant. Maybe. But although if Balcones is a big boy, then they'll probably like within they're the probably group, leading the charge if I had Exactly. They're gonna say, You <laughs> can't do that because we do this. We, we are Texas whiskey, so you'll do what we say. We are whiskey. One of the biggest things they tout also is the unique climate of aging whiskey in Texas because it has such huge temperature swings from day to night. um, Yeah. It ages whiskey a lot faster in the barrels. I feel like that's their biggest like thing, like the biggest difference. Yeah. Yeah. So that's another part of it. And I imagine they'll get into age discussions I don't know. I guess with bourbon, what we would say is usually you run into the woody notes, like the it turn into heavy wood, but um, I'm not sure how they necessarily prevent that here. But uh, it's just really interesting. Um, they really considered themselves a craft distillery, meaning when I think of craft, I usually think uh, not necessarily for everyone. Like, obviously, distribution is getting bigger and bigger in craft markets now but you know it's not something that you can go out and find everywhere Mm -hmm. it wasn't till last year that they got distribution in 21 states there for a while it was only able to be obtained in texas and it wasn't until i think 2016 that they were able to expand their distribution to 16 other states interesting so yeah, I mean, it, it's a really cool uh, distillery doing lots of exciting things. I don't really have much more about it. It it would be something I would probably want to visit in the future. But uh, in regards to this Texas single malt, um, proof was 106. The mash, 100% Scottish grown Golden Promise malted barley. Hmm. And the barrel profile... Um, so he actually blends uh different barrels into the same it's it's still a single malt it's still all that scottish grown golden promise malted barley but uh gosh say t- that five times fast uh no thanks but uh what they do is they blend the different barrels together to make this single malt so they use new and mm. used american French and Hungarian oak casks and blend it all together to make this taste profile that's that they made cool. for this. And that's kind of kind of like what the Brooklotti did where it had a couple different you know barrels that went into the whole thing. They had that whole sheet that you could look at to say hey my bottle came from this but Yeah, and this one has a <clears throat> a batch number as well and a date so you can probably at least get some information if you wanted to, or you know, it may not be as easy to get, things. but I bet you could go get yeah, it some. But they got somewhere. a bat. This is batch SM nineteen three, and this is uh, one thirteen twenty was when it was bottled. So you could get information. I'm sure it might not be. Yeah, Brook Lottie is much more of a hey, check this out. Where I didn't see them talk about this on their website, but it's probably something they can look back and tell you where it came from. So actually, on put together and in preparation for this. uh I found a brand educator video. I, I get, there's a brand educator in Texas that was discussing different distilleries, and he kind of sh- shared some uh, education notes on what what all the offerings Balcones had, 
and what these barrel profiles were and the mash and stuff like that. So that's kind of where I got this from. Oh, uh, I actually forgot. Um, so typical. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Uh, once again, he forgot. Yeah. Yeah. There was one interesting fact I thought, uh, or I thought I'd mention is, uh, which I also got this from the brand education video was Balcones. Are you joining a cult? Yes. Better give me that link. I'm putting the show notes so everyone can get educated. Balcones is actually a reference to the fault line that runs along Waco and stretches across Texas. And that the company logo is the artist's interpretation of that fault line where the individual tectonic plates meet. Yeah. Oh, that's what that is. Oh, yeah. I can dig that. Oh, I thought it was like a really weird cave entrance. You're going to have to share a, a, a warehouse. Uh, a picture with the group, uh, Max, so everyone could see. But well, yes, obviously not everyone. But uh, <laughs> but I thought that was really check interesting. our Instagram. We got a picture of the bottle, and I broke the la- the little seal on it that shows the symbol. So oh wow, do they make beer? Uh, I did not see it. I... Sounds like a leading question. Yeah, it is. For Play sure. my high points, Son baby. They sure okay. do. I don't oh. see it on their Go to the site store. anymore, though. Well, Jared actually started as a manager to a craft beer bar in Waco, Texas. And then he moved into the distilling. So I guess it wouldn't surprise me if he had a some background with that. I think they called it the Dancing Bear Pub. I think that's right. I don't know. I didn't throw that in the show notes because I didn't think it was... Uh, I guess it's somewhat interesting, but whatever. Too late. But they, eh. look at look at just at some of the the other offerings they have. So they have a, a range of five that are pretty much their standard. Like you talked about that baby blue. They've got this one. They have a rye. Um, there's one called the lineage, and another one that's just a surprisingly a, a bourbon. Um, they also have like it looks like five that come out once a year. Um, one says it's a Texas rum, some kind of um, rum cask finish. They have the cask strength of that blue corn. That could be cool. And then they have some, you know, once-in-a-lifetime type stuff that comes out. So it seems like they've got a good range of different things that are interesting. Yeah, it seems very craft, like you, like Clint said. Um, anyways, Clint, you got more on this? You got any more you want to babble on about? No, I think that covers it. <laughs> I mean, if anyone really wants to find out, they can use the googly doodly machine. So. Yeah, links will be in the show notes. You can check out their website. Check out this uh man, they got I like this Rumble Dark Reserve, Cash Reserve. That looks good. Although the pictures on the <laughs> website kind of kind of low quality. That's all right. Hard to read them. Uh let's okay, let's move into this thing cuz I want to talk about this whiskey. Let's move into Yes. So, you guys you guys wanted me to interrupt you doing something, you know, productive. So I figured now would be a good time to jump in. Hey, someone guess it. Someone guess it. I wanted the next thing. I don't care about this anymore. Notice so, how we skipped this last time. We can skip it right now. You guys want to just go? So the price <laughs> the, on this guy. The key master could easily just skip this. So, kind of fun. While filming in the Congo, the majority. Are you done? <laughs> Am I done? Are you done? <laughs> Not yet. I need to drink Every, more. Everyone's going to have their <laughs> bad segments in this show. So while filming in the Congo, the majority of the cast of The African Queen became sick with dysentery from drinking the water. Director John 
Houston, and actor Humphrey Brogart emerged unscathed, allegedly because they drank nothing but whiskey throughout. I think that's great. It's allegedly. I'm very. I'm upset because when you started this little bit and talked about when they were filming in the Congo, I was expecting you to uh, be talking about that Ben Stiller movie where he wore blackface. What was that movie called? No, it wasn't Ben Stiller. Tropic that was Thunder. not Robert Ben's Downey Jr. In, in or Robert Downey Jr. Ben Stiller was classic in it. Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder. I just watched it a couple months ago. Tom Cruise as Les Grossman. God, that movie was so. Fr- <laughs> I was hoping your fun fact was about Tropic Thunder. I love that would have been Tropic better. Thunder. I did too. So I watched good. it not long ago. Still super good. They did. A, that's a good ass movie. <laughs> I have to watch that tonight. <laughs> it's good. That's the fun fact. The fun I, fact is watch I Tropic Thunder. I think I Thunder. laugh hard every single time. Oh, always. Jack Black it's is great. Funny. Ugh, it's all good. Oh, it's man. a it's a rock star cast. It is. It is. Anyways, fun fact, yeah. Drink whiskey, don't drink water. Sounds like Game of Thrones type shit. Yeah, it is. Okay, right. let's bacon let's talk about black. this uh, this Balcones. So, this guy was seventy dollars from Total Wine. So a little and it's pricey. Seventy five on their website. So we're not getting that much of a deal. I I don't think once you get I feel like once you get over fifty. 60 it's going to be hard to get a deal on it um because it's going to be more of like a who's paying 70 dollars not a whole lot of people so it's probably not going to move super fast to see what this costs out by me i didn't get a chance to check the they probably just don't have it by you i was going to say if you even have it or they have one bottle <laughs> they just mark it's, it up to like 150 and say we have one bottle if i look I up found the baby on kroger i just get planters I found the baby. I think the baby blue, blue here I was. Uh, I couldn't find the single malt earlier. The baby blue in Indy was forty bucks. So, and this single malt's kind of at the higher end of their standard line. It looked like. Yeah. This is I, this isn't I, their normal price point. I think this is their mothership. Yeah, their, this is their this is their uh the their private selection dealio. This is like their top of their top. I think. I'll look back at their website where you can order. Order stuff just for curiosity. I guess they have it listed as their. Um, yeah, I think, like you said, mothership flagship product, special releases slash private selection. So, yeah, it looks like everything else kind of sits in the forty fifty range. Well, I guess that's a single barrel. Their single barrel is a private private selection. So I guess they're, yeah, they're they're pot distilled. I don't know where this sits. I don't see this here. I think it's just the Texas single malt that's in the standard lineup. Yeah, the, the one. Interesting, because they're the one they show on their website says classic edition, and ours says pot distilled. Uh, I think they. I don't know if there's use, a difference. If I remember right, they only use pot stills anyway. So hold so up, maybe hold maybe this is up. just a this bottle. Yeah. <sighs> oh, awesome. So right here you got the it says at the bottom pot distilled. I wonder if they just changed the label because you said that was bottled in. This is tw- twenty. Be- a beginning of twenty. Because it's got the one in the background of that label. Yeah, it does. So I would think it's still the same thing. It may just be. I think so too. I think the classic is just pot distilled, which I think is a good. Even though the lineage still says pot distilled. Yeah, so. but since that one's got the one on it, I think I don't think we have to worry about us not having the thing we think we have. Yeah, I don't either. I just wonder where that came from. <laughs> where that that, why that change happened? <laughs> yeah, this is like a special edition that we didn't know about. <laughs> so yeah, seventy bucks. Um, it's you know, it's I would say it's pretty expensive. Yeah. Very expensive. Yeah. Um, you know, the color of it, it's it's super okay. dark. I think the color is sweet for this. It's a very I mean, cool the, color. The, is the colors just as cool like as a rare deep, breed. 
a deep dark amber. Yeah, very dark. Um, I think I like rare breed better. I think this is a little. Too, I think the darkness is not as. I don't know. It's taking away something from me, but I I, I do like the color. It definitely gives you like that. It it definitely gives you the taste that you're expecting with the color. I thought rare breed so. was a little bit more like red. Mm-hmm. Almost. Yeah. Ruby. Yeah. It was like a red brown mixed in there because it matched that label real well. <laughs> yeah. Some little topaz. Uh, but it's I mean it's good. It's definitely dark. Uh it's not gonna look like everything on the shelf, which is probably a good thing. Um if you told me this was Texas whiskey just by the color, I would say, Yeah, that that would track without any goodbye. prior knowledge. Sure. I can be fooled into anything. I could be tricked. <laughs> I'm gullible. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I'm gullible. I could be tricked real easy. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, I'd just be like, "Does it get me drunk?" <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> oh. Man. Oh, Clint, I got a, I got a George Dickel for you then. <laughs> I know, I know. I'll just. Keep All right, so let's. I, I, I let's, really let's talk about our... something substantial. Uh, on the nose, what do you guys think? I think it's too soft for what it is. Really? Yeah, I mean for for. What you get later, I think the nose doesn't do it justice. Oh, just the nose part. Um, yeah, just the nose. Yeah, I couldn't. There's like it was just kind of sweet. Like I agree. I think it's just like a light sweetness. Yeah. Like almost like a. I don't want to say maraschino cherry because that's too sweet. But it's oh, got I kind of like got that, cherry. It's got like a, a a dark fruit. I got a little bit of fig. To it. A little bit of raisiny. That's probably a much better. Mm-hmm. I would go with fig before I go with cherry. That's much better. It's it's probably not even a compared super it with ripe some fig. Dried figs and it's like oh, yeah, that's that's pretty close. Oh, you just yeah. had dried figs on hand, ready to go. <laughs> I like I love figs. Ugh. My God. wife's got a bunch of dry figs just hanging out in the cupboard. Yeah, all the time. John, what are you doing? What's wrong with you people? You, you, you have kids cheese and then in you there. get dried figs. This is what happens. Ugh. But yeah, no, it, it's it's not an overripe fig. It's definitely like still working its way. But that's the kind of that would be the sweetness I would get from this. It's definitely a dark, a dark fruit. Uh oh. I had like a. It uh, was a what, similar Clint? character to bourbon, which I think is. You don't like what we're saying? Oh, Clint said uh oh, so I assume he's gonna say it's like cotton candy. No, I can't. I, no. I'm not ready for Clint's one note, Clint. Let me, let me do, let me finish what I gotta say. So should we just go all the way through our notes and then let Clint finish? And then we it can hear Clint's. Uh, I, I don't have like one note, feet. but thanks for the vote of confidence. Anyway, uh, confident, yes, you Clint. can finish, Pat. Um, I think there is a little bit of similar characteristics as a bourbon, which make which makes sense since it comes from some of the similar barrels. One review I read said Italian sausage. Uh huh. No, I heard that didn't didn't smell it. I feel like I just tricked myself into thinking it's there after reading that. There you go, Mister Gullible. He'll believe anything. Uh, like I said, gullible. I set myself up on that one. A Hashtag little bit of water did bring some cinnamon out, which I thought was neat. I get a lot of cinnamon just in general. Do you mean on the nose or do you mean on the taste? The Do you nose. go on the taste? Oh, okay. Maybe maybe that brings up because I get a lot of that on the taste and the pa- or the palate and the finish. Hmm. So that makes sense that you would you get there. It would probably wipe away that sweetness. All right, Clint. Do you want to hit us with the you know, whatever you guys? Uh, I feel a little <laughs> nervous sharing this now. <laughs> oh no, is that bad? <laughs> uh, so right up on the nose, like early on the nose and then it fades it was reminding me of diner style buttered toast you know with like the fake butter that just looks melted on top and Wait, then, that's what it smells like and Wait, then say this again i i lost you already diner Clint? style buttered toast like the but, fake uh, the fake ha- melted butter i think butter. he's having a seizure again guys <laughs> so anyway is it my turn to call 911 or is it yours uh, i forget no. we do it so often 
They're, uh, on, they're on call. When he falls, the button gets hit. Yeah, Clint, could you hit your life alert? <sighs> I it's it's like that Italian sausage thing where you say it and I feel like, can I think that? Nope. No, no you can't. Spicy I, toast not, if that's the case. Yeah, get out of here. I don't I don't get spicy on the nose, but and then I got I do if I get too much. Yeah. And then but not, I blended not like it into smell. like a weird banana and pear hybrid. I could see the banana. I saw that in a review. And then like lastly, it was, it was another, bready, it was another but banana not a bread. butter toast. I, it's very early. It goes away quick. It remind it reminded me of butter toast. Very early. I can't I can't get a butter toast. I could I could I'm maybe off. bridge I'm, a bread. I'm out of here. I'm and then done. and then at the end, I kind of was feeling the same th- thing I got on the rare breed was like a little bit of a tobacco note at the end of the nose. Now tobacco, I could convince myself of. I think it's just the harshness that's making you think that. It no, could be, to- but tobacco it's reminding harsh, me though. of that. It's reminding me of I think it's that. harsh if you don't do tobacco. I do tobacco. You sound like a narc. Yeah, John, John the, the, the smokeaholic, he, he does. He's not phased. <laughs> it's just called a smoker. Doctor approved, baby. Although, fun fact, we went to Arby's today, and most people I know don't like Arby's, whatever, but they got a funny-ass sign. It says, smoked meats, okay. Smoking and vaping, not okay. I was like, really? <laughs> take a stand, Arby's. Even Arby's is taking a stand against smoking. Anyways, back on track. Clint, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about again. Well, Sorry you know, to, to that's, his, his, that, that's, his, his that's what I get. I don't know what to say. I even got it again today because I tried it um, two days ago, and that's what I wrote down. And then when I came back to it today, I put my notebook down. I didn't read it before, and I was still getting the same stuff. The banana definitely was what I got the most of, um, but I I was mm. feeling a little buttered toast, a little pear, and then a bit of tobacco at the end. This is all in the nose. Yes. It's a complex Clint, nose. You're a savant. I'm not going to argue with you. Does anyone have anything to one-up that? I don't think anyone can one up that. Yeah, I've got the light sweetness. That's about it. All right, let's 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 all let's take a breath. Let's dive in to the the palate and let's all agree on this one. For that ain't gonna blueberries. happen. It's not. I'm telling you right now, it's not gonna happen. It's blueberries, right? I got blueberries. Absolutely not. Smoky maple. Yep, maple and fruit. It's a. I, it's a I so you're, you're half agreeing with me, John. Thank smoke. you. But it's not blueberries. It's just blueberries are fruit. fruit. You should have been more specific. <laughs> I was. I was thinking more like a a raw, unfiltered honey and cherry, but I could be say maple. That makes sense too. A little well, bit of water brings out more is, of those classic Scotch flavors. All they tell you on the bottle is it's hints of toffee and overripe fruits. I don't know. So I'm not getting toffee. Yeah, I oh, didn't. Either. Oh, that's weird. It says, but not blueberries, huh? Yeah, blueberries are kind of like a fruit that gets overripe. <laughs> I've never heard of a blueberry before. <laughs> yeah, Pat doesn't see color. <laughs> I also got a little bit of bitter on the palate, like bitter, huh? Because I, I mostly that cinnamon. I get like a spice that is very prominent in the finish, but I get that that covers up any kind of bitterness. I was thinking like a bitter malt, like like a way. You don't like say a the way, single malt has a malty flavor. Well, like a way, like a way toned down malort, malort. I've never had Malort, so I can't go down Sad. that journey with you. 
Sorry, my lord, I don't understand. Yeah. Did That's anyone fair. notice a difference after letting That's it sit fair. out for a bit? Like yeah, when I tried it, it when I tried it the first time, and then I got distracted with the kids or whatever. I came back to it. It was totally different after yeah. you know ten minutes or so. It needs to sit. I think for this one, it's tough right away. I think like letting it breathe, it just opens it up. But I yeah, did. I did have an overall hard time describing this. I think there's a lot going on that I'm just not good enough to pull out. Yeah, I think it's pretty complex for what it is. Um, I appreciate it more that I drink it, and my initial taste of it was pretty low in terms of what I rate it. But I, it's grown a little on me. Not enough, but I do think it evolves quite a bit. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I I couldn't pick out much. I got fruit right away, but like most other things, I had to like kind of read around and see what people were thinking to latch on to more ideas. Kind of like less of a qualitative standpoint. I like the way it tastes overall. I think it's very good to drink. Like I think everything works well together. I'm not hooked on any one thing and stuck on it. I think like we've seen in a couple other ones, going back to Connemara, like it's smoking nothing. Like I, I feel like if I was a little more skilled, I could keep picking more things out every single time. Um, I had Claire try it, and she kind of described it as like a firework. Like there's just a lot, a lot going on. Oh, good. This is my favorite part. I had my mom try it, and she went, uh, "Let me see if I can quote her." Ooh, ah, uh, that's terrible. This is more than an acquired taste. How can you drink this? This is terrible. There's something wrong with you. I thought you were going to go, ooh, a, ooh, ah, uh, uh, ding, ding, <laughs> wah, wah, bang, bang. No, no, she was real pumped <laughs> if she could be style. on the podcast. And I was like, if we record, I'll let you on. But she, she was having a time with it. She was like. This is a problem. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure she might have said she'd rather eat a firework. <laughs> I don't recommend that, and I'm not a doctor. Yeah, shout out to you, Mom. It's a good one. <laughs> hey, um, can we talk about the finish now that we're on taste? Why don't yeah, we finish it's like with eating the finish? A cinnamon, a big old thing of cinnamon. So, did anyone get lots of wood notes kind of in the end there? I thought it was wood. I, I wasn't really thinking cinnamon this time. No, I got, I, lots I got of, more of that lingering maple funny. syrup. Yeah, I was I was actually l- way less on the wood side and thought it was much more of a cinnamon, hmm. like much more of like a not synthetic candy cinnamon, but like a true authentic like cinnamon stick. Like you're just gnawing on a stick, which I mean has a texture of wood already. So yeah, that is true. And that I was much more there in terms of like it's not like a stick of cinnamon gum like we've talked about with other things. It's it's more of a much natural cinnamon. Did anyone find this? This might just be me. Did anyone find this one to be extra warm, like inside you? I don't know about extra warm, proof? but it definitely gives you that. It's like a hundred and hundred six. Yeah, fifty three percent. Yeah, I mean that tracks. This one made me sweat a couple times. I've tried it three times now. It's I actually no joke. Sauce you were drinking, unfortunately. <laughs> I have sweat every single time I've drank this, and I think I don't like it for that reason. What I don't you know why. An allergic reaction. He says warm. Yeah, I might be. <laughs> <laughs> not not that I know of. But you haven't liked any single malts. <laughs> Tur- turns out you're allergic to barley. It's just, yeah, I don't... Do I you keep, need to get an EpiPen? I get like hot flashes, guys. No, <laughs> no, he's going a hard through time that. over there. He's going through that time. Clint can give you some advice. He's been through it. <laughs> <laughs> just rub the nipples. But okay, so it's just me. That's All right, cool. so we... we that's one not one much thing on I finish. thought was neat, um, if you oh, let the, gra- the glass sit out after... You like if you didn't get to washing it, it definitely you get more of that cigar smell out of it. Like I, huh. I, it just I I've done that with a couple other whiskeys, like just to see what happens with like the leftover as it dries. Um, it's always just an interesting thing, and I thought that was worth bringing up. I'm gonna have to try that. 
You just let it sit out and smell it in the morning before you wash it. See what you get. It's just like letting it sit out for 12 hours. I just leave it on the counter overnight. Empty, right? So it just dries on the glass. Oh, I see. Okay, I was thinking you not were pouring a, not a, glass. a not a full glass. No, no, no. You're like you're like leaving a you put an ounce in there and no, you're like I'll go to bed. No, now. it's like drips and drops. <laughs> well, that's okay, how he okay. has his was, morning shot. He just I wakes up. Confused. There it is. He really just he it's just an pours empty a little glass. coffee cup. He puts a little coffee cup, swirls it around, coats it, and in the morning, coffee, boom. That's actually a cool idea. And then nobody sees him put whiskey in the coffee cup. Exactly. It's perfect. It's there. That's why I drink out of a whiskey branded coffee cup. It's like uh it's like crunch coat, but you know, the opposite. That's how he poisons his enemies also. <laughs> I have a lot of enemies that need poisoned. <laughs> oh God. All right. So do we want to add anything to the finish here? No, I'm. I'm just. I'm over so it here seems sweating. like the finish is less complex than the bo- the the palette itself. Yeah, yeah, but maybe it's agree on that. Longer, and we've been complaining about it's, it being short. And I've, I've it's liked definitely it. coming off Irish whiskeys. This thing lasts for like four years. Yeah, it's it's, but it's it's such a relief. I'm glad to go back to something that lasts because I'm real sick of the it's gone deal me, with the Irish too. whiskeys. It's simplistic, de- but it's good. Like it's not like you're like I need to get get this out of my mouth kind of thing. And is it's it, not overwhelming either. Is it simplistic though? I thought I think we were the finish kinda, is. I, oh, I think the finish, the finish is. Just yeah, finish. just the finish. I think it's simplistic and does its thing, and it's not overwhelming, and it's fine. I I, I, I like the finish for what it is. Okay. You don't need to brush your teeth when you're done. <laughs> well, you should. Pat, John might need to brush his teeth when he's done with that. Pat, 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 Pat. <laughs> it's that time. That time again, where you tell us how this whole thing works. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the rating. The rating talk. Um, Everyone has a bad bit. There it is. is, I'm forced on this bit. Yeah, but you you started. I don't even prep for it. That's a maybe you should listeners. Oh wait, you know what my bit is? Is coming up with a better name for your segment. We're gonna start a. We're gonna start a Patreon. They're able to tell who they give the money to. One is the worst on our scale. Five is the best on our scale. A one is typically. You give it to your friends to shoot. You shoot it with those friends, or you don't. You poison your enemies, or you pour it down the drain. Um, a notable one would be uh, Irish moonshine called Puccine. Two, um, we say this really Puccine. only plays on the field as a man. Well, whatever. I had diarrhea two for three only- days after that. <laughs> two's, re- two's really excels as a mixer, but it's nothing really great. You know, you don't look forward to it. It's not something you'd want to keep on hand for anything more than that. Three's okay. It's got a good value to it. Four's pretty good. Five is um, spectacular. Then we have a six, which sits outside the realm of the one through five. These are our, hey, this is definitely worth trying. It may not be the best whiskey in the world, but it's a very good experience. Right now, that list is an ordered list, ranked with number one is the Wild Turkey Rare Breed, and the number two is this Four Roses Small Batch. So the question is, does anyone want to give it a six? Nope. No, no, no. Okay, it's unanimous. Do you want to score it? Nah. <laughs> That's fine, too. Eh, thanks for coming. <laughs> if you spend $70 on a bottle, you'll score it. Score the who, bottle. Who thinks they have the highest score? Not me. I Not think me. I probably do. All right, then let's start with uh, let's start with Clint to make things good. Uh, Clint, what do you think? I think there's enough offer to offer here to make it a special occasion, so I'd put it a five. But, Dang, uh, okay. But yeah, it, there's enough to offer here to make it a five. I think um, it's a hard five. Um, honestly, you know what's kind of strange about this four and five scenario is the four is about stocking your bar with it, 
it's too expensive to stock your bar with it. Um, could it be a three? Maybe. Like I'm, I'm arguing between a three and a five, but I think there's enough here to call it a five. Okay, I'm with you, Clint, on it being a five. Uh, I think every time I drink it, it's more interesting. But I could also, I see what you're saying on the three, especially from a price standpoint. Like seventy, seventy-five is a big entry point. Um, and if I had to pick between this or Ardbeg Ten, I'd still pick Ardbeg Ten, and that's you know fifty-five, sixty. Um, but that's more of a budget problem. I think overall, it's if if I had seventy-five dollars and I wanted a special occasion, I would pick this for sure. So. You want to follow that up? Yeah. I wanted to go three because, I don't know, this one, maybe I'm just used to the Irish whiskeys, but this one was just like tough to keep going to. Like, I kept almost dreading the sip because I just kept having these goddamn hot flashes from it. I don't know why. You may have a problem. <laughs> Menopause is tough. So like, yeah, after the, after the third night now, I'm like, I just don't want to drink any more of this. So yeah, I got to give it a two. It's, I don't know what it is. This one does not agree with me. Poor Jan. All right. I went through a whole roller coaster with this guy. I was like, all right, I tried it. It's maybe a four. You just want to tell us it's a one and get it over with? <laughs> sure, it's a one. <laughs> I knew it. Yes. Here's the issue I have with this whole deal is that I don't think it's worth $70. I think it's more like a forty-five fifty in terms of a couple of factors in that this bottle only ages for 24 months. Because of the Texas heat. They're able to get this much, which is cool. I mean, that's a cool thing. You've got whiskeys that have to age for 10 years to get like this much flavor. But my issue is that I don't see where like the whole like issue of get making this whiskey comes from. Like the price factor seems like just a random figure that they charge you for because two years to age it is like a joke for something. Like you said, the Ardbeg 10, that's a 10 year whiskey. This is two years. And they're selling it for $70. So, so there's like a weird Are you arguing juxtaposition. that they just need to be better? <laughs> I think that the value proposition... No, I just think the value proposition of like what they're doing to make this versus what you're spending, I have an issue with that. And I think that yeah. there's... Which is, you know, is that fair to the whiskey itself? No. Is Do I feel like the company is abusing like their the flavor profile it creates to say it's worth $70 when something like rare breed, which was fully complex was great. We liked it was $35. This is twice the price and it sits for a year less than rare breed. Is it a scale thing? Though? Well, I did. I didn't say how many years. No, I'm not saying, I'm not lasted. saying that's, I, I didn't see an age statement or anything on this. So we don't know how long they actually went. They could have yeah, had it's, a, it says right here. It's age. It's age 24 months in Oak. That's what it says right on the bottle. Does it? Okay. Yes. Well, now so, Clint's a one. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, no, but I mean, that's my advantage. I have the bottle. But that's that's the thing is I just feel like they're charging out the ass for this. And even if you say, is it a is it a resource thing? It's like, okay, maybe they're, you know, they're much smaller. Like Clint said, they grew 10 times in 10 years. Makes sense. Is it a, is it a hard to find thing? If that was the truth, then all their whiskeys would be insanely priced. But they're selling whiskeys for $30, $40 a bottle. And they're aged for around the same time, so it's not really the two-year factor that's an issue. It's just that they're not they're they're not dedicating the resources to make this, so they're creating this like fake resource issue that doesn't exist just because. And they're saying it's seventy dollars when there's no 
it feels like there's less skill involved to make this than a 10-year Ardbeg or a 10-year anything. And I, I just, it really irks me to a point where I just, I'm, I'm irritated at it and I gave it a one. This does sound like, like you're like, you I'm think you should know better. I'm super mad about the, <laughs> the analytic. You should, I mean, I feel like you're getting cheated for two-year whiskey. Yeah. That feels bad when you're buying, you know, we're buying things that are two years, that's 30 bucks and they're awesome. It just doesn't feel good. And, and, you know, a lot of those are three to five years and they're 30 bucks and they taste good. This Some is would two. say that's also an accomplishment. I mean, I bet you Scottish people would love to see that happen, but. Oh, for but sure. That's, that's great. I just it. feel like that's, that makes it, if you're really looking into the, the, what you get for what you're paying, it makes it an issue when you go that deep. And I'm not saying you should go that deep. And if you got 70 bucks to burn and want to try something new, this is a great malt. I mean, in general, I like the flavor. I think it's interesting. Like Pat said, I think it pulls out different things each time. It's worth going back to. It's a fun bottle that I would never have tried without doing this podcast. But it's insanely hard to recommend when you could get two, three bottles of something else that can do so much more for you. I feel like this is just cheating you out of your money. And it's more, like you said, Balcones is like the big hitter in Texas. And so you're paying for that name and not what they made, mm-hmm. which, which sucks. So that's that's my take on it. I think it. I feel. I feel like I'm focusing on the value a lot, which is. I mean. I mean, know, that's everyone, what we do for this part. Though. Everyone gets to hear their own take on it, and I'm yeah. glad that you guys are giving it fives, and I'm giving it a one. And you can take it. You know, if you think your your dollar matters more on where it can go, and you want to buy three bottles of something else, perfect. If you really want to try that thing, and like I said, has an interesting flavor, give it a go. But I just feel like a two year whiskey is not worth the money. I will say there is something about like I think today's or the common thing to spend money on today is like the experience of something and like um a lot of people are willing to put in lots of money for just an experience and i think that's cool and all and i do that myself but at the same time i definitely see where you're coming from where it's like this is not 70 dollars. this is like you're paying for some hyped up thing i think yeah and i i shared this with my uncle as well who who drinks quite a bit of whiskeys and he he tried it and I let him guess the price and he was like, I wouldn't spend more than $45 on this bottle ever. Yeah. I was like, well, it's a lot more than that. You know, <laughs> it's a, like 40 to 70 is like, okay, it's $25, but it's like, that's a, that's a whole extra bottle of whiskey, you know? So that, yeah, you could get three decent bottles. He, he was, he was almost mad when I told him that he's like, why would you buy this? I'm like, look, we're doing it for fun. But he's one of those kind of people. Hi, Sam. Love you. <laughs> I would like to try more in their $40 range to see how it compares. Yeah. I the, the I am off put because of this and I hate to spend money with them because of it, but I really want to try that uh what was it? Blue Blue Corn. Baby Blue. Baby Blue. Yeah, I'd like to try their Baby Blue cuz it's like their their big hitter. It's 40 bucks, so it's not too bad. That are my, and I'd like to learn more about that one as well, but well, I just we'll, feel like we'll a get two-year a taste bourbon of that. for 70 is. Um, not exactly that, but you'll get a sense of flavor of what that should be like with the mellow corn, because the baby blue Clint, is 100% corn. You've already fucked up. What? You're telling me that I'm going to get the taste of a $40 whiskey with a $13 whiskey. Uh, Thank you. No, that's yellow no, corn. This one's pro- blue like corn. The same it's... general profiles. Mm, too late. You've messed up. You've messed up. No, I'm mad. Well. I already hate it. Now, right. Max, if you're running a business, don't you want to squeeze as much margin as you can out of your product? Yeah, and you know what this, you know what you say about those businessmen? They're, They're making assholes. money, and we're not. They say they say well, we don't make they any say, money you from this podcast. They make money. They make money off us. 
That's true. They, they got a lot of so- sunk costs, though. We don't. Uh, they made a lot of money off a lot of people, hey, man. Cause hey, they Pat, who wins? Won... The company that did all this work and made a $70 bottle or the four idiots that are telling them they're assholes? I'm just saying they didn't the win all those awards for nothing. I mean... I'm not saying it's not doesn't taste good. Right. I'm saying that yeah, they won margin profile of the year, best small business, <laughs> most money Can made you in a month. Can believe we made $5 into $70? I'd be proud of that. No, I but got Clint, no problems the point, with it. The point is I just know. the now, price for what, consumer, what it is. As a consumer, I have a problem with it. Yeah. Uh, the pr- price for what it is, yeah. I mean, it, it is it, price prohibitive. It's definitely not something you could stock your bar on the regular. It's not something anyone should buy, I think, unless you have too much money. Uh, unless, I would unless argue, you're someone who okay. has very expensive I think the, hobbies. I think the one is a little harsh. I could arg- definitely see the three, it being a no. three closer to the $40 price range. I'm just not so sure that I think you're getting so pissed about the price point that it just, <laughs> you know. I think anything I that's think a two too, year, that's fine. I agree. Two <laughs> years for seventy dollars is too much. We don't know how much it costs to source that barley either, or if they're still trying to pay down startup capital on all their stills mm-hmm. and all that. I mean, there's a bazillion things that can go into why margin is what it is because of scale. Yeah, but somehow a company that makes their whiskey in Ireland can age it for ten years and then send it overseas and still sell. They've it also for $40. been in business for two hundred years. Fair enough. Fair their, enough. Their equipment might also be two hundred years. So. Old. I guess. When you're running the gambit, <laughs> so you own the Texas market, you can do what you want. On our 200th episode, we'll come back. To be fair, when you said Waco, Texas, the only thing I thought about was chipping Joanna Gaines. That's all that matters from Waco, Texas. Oh, HGTV. <laughs> there you go. They got to get on there. I think it's too expensive, but tis their own, you know? I, I put it as a five based off of, you know, every drink was interesting. It is expensive. I, I have no no qualms with agreeing with you there. I'm still having hot flashes, guys, so my, my vote stands. <laughs> Don't drink John's it. I, John's eyes are turning bloodshot. I keep, I keep just trying to figure out if it's going to keep happening, and it does. You're going an anaphylactic shock? <laughs> All right, boys. He's got hives, look. If I go down, boys, you better call somebody. <laughs> John's sick. Clint's sick. He can't taste things right. Must be COVID. So we got we had me five, Clint five, Max one, John hot flash. Two. <laughs> oh guys guys did you see the trailer for the new star wars show oh, it's no, a like star wars the bad bottle oh, uh, is there actually a new star wars show yeah it's the bad batch is this a clone war thing yeah it makes sense figure it out today that's a good title if i can figure it out without knowing what's going on mm-hmm. i already mm-hmm. like it i already like it's it it's a cartoon too it's not real people okay is it going to be the style of uh clone wars Clone Wars. Yeah, we can. Cut Although all this part it looks, out. it looks no, like it's a, good. It looks like I a like new it. art director because it's slightly different. So new artist, not art director. Nah, I, they're all art directors are artists. Yeah. Brought to you by John I have the Sketchbook. art director directed everything, and then the artist did it all. No, they're still artists. Hmm, sure. Anyways, I think the only good part about this bottle is that wax seal right there on front of the camera. Everything else is pretty a standard issue. From what I kind of dig see. the bottle. Looks cool. Um, it kind of looks standard issue for this is getting back to like I, okay. the uh, four rows horse soldier style bottle. I was um, gonna say I like those the, are a little more flat. This is all round. I like their branding, not the bottle. That's what I should clarify. They they have a they have a good uh, like their branding colors. The they have a deep black like the fiber sticker. Like fi- I don't know how to even explain it. It's fibrous. not carbon fiber. It, yeah, it's like a fibrous dealio going on here. Like uh, uh, what am I looking for here? Like a stamp? Like, 
no, not a stamp. Like definitely like a handmade paper. Okay. Parchment. Yeah, it's like a yeah, definitely like a blacked out parchment, and they have a glossy one, the gold lettering. The the it's definitely like a good strong label. The wax seal's fine. I wish it wasn't red. I wish it was like because they've got gold. They've got gold uh, wax. Stamp. They got different color stamps for different ones. Oh. I wish they had more of a black or gold wax stamp for this bottle. Uh, the 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 cork though, they got a good. They got the big old Texas star on there, and it says Texas in between the the star points. That's pretty cool. Uh, I actually really like the topper on this guy, and then yeah, real cork. Um, you know, but the bottle itself is is boring. They have good color branding on this guy, and and it looks like their bottles. They're all kind of the same style, but different, all different colored, and they're pretty good um, colors in general. It doesn't look like anything's like terrible or out there. Or everything flows really well, so I think their styling in general, their art department, did a good job. Yeah, I think if you're rating the glassware, it's nothing, nothing to write home about. I think the overall yeah. Balcones marketing is very sharp. It, mm-hmm. I like the deep blacks. I like the bright reds. You know, the gold writing. The logo is sharp. Like I it wouldn't just... mind wearing a shirt or a hat. It feels like very Texas just looking at it. Like, I'm not surprised it comes out of Texas. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the gold really sets it off. You know, but they have a lot of like, they got Texas stars all over. They say Texas on this bottle like five times on the front of it. Right. Texas on the top. They're you very know where Texas. It's from. Yeah. They're Where's very Texas. Uh, Texas. Uh, I forgot. Te- Scotland. Hey, Max. Yeah. Is that, that real cork looks like it's got a good pop to it. Would you mind just popping it? Oh, here we go. He wants it. <laughs> Actually pretty good. Oh, Pat, you ruined it. It's better the first time. It's better the first time, Pat. Uh, He could isolate it and cut me out, but sorry, nerds. I I was just saying. Anyways, yeah, but Irish episode, we had some good cork pops going there. It was fun. Yeah, I'll say the the glassware itself is pretty boring. It's not gonna. I think the thing that's gonna catch it on the shelf is yeah, the art style of the bottle and the whiskey color itself. Um, but putting it into a, like an entire package, I would say this probably stands above. I mean, even something like the Horse Soldier Reserve. I think this is like the fifth best package of a bottle that we have on our list. Uh, just in terms of the cohesiveness that they're they're doing, uh, it's enough to be prim and proper. Not outlandish, but still enough that you'd pick it up. And the only thing I think the only thing that turns anyone away from this bottle is the price. And that's you know, that's just tough. We so, haven't had yes. anything this expensive on the show, have we? No, this is the most expensive bottle we've tried. I'd be um it'd be curious to park this topic for another time, but as we get into other more expensive bottles, you know, put them a little bit of head to head. I mean, like if you're gonna gift something and you want to gift something expensive, you know, just to give something expensive how does that rank is this is this play or does it it come back to like you said go get something else that's cheaper that's better i think this becomes definitely a super niche situation where you have that one friend you know that loves whiskey and you might not be that super into it or know as much you could i could tell you that if you want to overspend on this person this is a this is probably a decent bottle to buy because they're going to know it's expensive. And in you know the modern age of I can look a price up of anything, it's it's probably a good buy because it's going to be way different. But there's a lot of things you can do that that'll be that'll stand out. But it's probably going to be that thing where like they've never bought it because it is that that price point. So it's it's kind of a perfect thing if you wanted to gift it to somebody because no one or at least not a it, lot it's of outside people that go reach out. of like, oh, I'd buy this for myself. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely like I bought it for a very special certain thing of like 
my four friends all pitched in and we bought this one bottle yeah. type of deal. I think it's a cool which gift. Which is oh, much, yeah, fine. it'd be a super yeah. cool gift. I, I guess, person. I guess where I'm coming from a little bit is, I mean, I didn't have to pay for it, but I've gotten, you know, I've had some Johnny Walker blue before, which is like $150 a bottle retail. Mm -hmm. I think this blows that out of the water, but I think you get much more into the particulars of the styles there because I've had Johnny Walker blue as well. And I think it's just doing a whole different thing. Have you had and it you have multiple get... times like Clint has? Money bags over here. Yeah, well, I have only I, had it once. Again, guys, I've, I've only ever had, had it Johnny Walker Blue. I've only had it gifted, and so I never really felt that financial impact. And I don't disagree. $70 on your own, I mean, you're making a commitment to buy that. And typically, I would try to split that cost up any way I could, um, whether sharing it with someone or... Or just save it for special occasions. Um, I don't disagree with the the price being high at all. I I think it's just uh, I like the flavors more. I guess that I'm I'm not as mad about it. So um, I I would say I'd be willing to go down to a three, but I just think there's enough no, to don't it there change. that I'd make it a five. And that's no where well change. yeah I'm not saying I'm changing. I could see the three is what I'm saying. But I'm sticking to the five because I thought there was just just enough there to make it worthwhile. But um Hey, I won't argue with you. Yeah. I well that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to argue with you. I think no, you're, I'm not going to. <laughs> I think your one is it's, shit, but okay. It's a solid one, boys. Solid <laughs> one. Uh okay, we're pretty torn. Price is gonna be always, I think, a weird factor on this. Uh you know, what are you gonna do? I think that's makes wrap it, it, boys. That's the fun of the way we're, we review things, though, is we don't review it just on what the drink is like. We review yeah. it on like yeah. the any man. If you're at the liquor store, you listen to our show, you want to go pick something out where it's like, I said it's a five, it's a special occasion. Max is like, it's a one, it's way too expensive. You've got a very good range of opinions here on like, do I really yeah. want to spend and, and you're sitting there with seventy dollars in your pocket now. You're like, do I really want to burn everything in my pocket? Do I want to make this something I throw in the cabinet and I drink it over four, five, six months, or do I just need something to get me through every weekend or something like that? Yeah, if you finish this bottle in a month, I think you fucked up. Or, or you're loaded, and it's money's not. <laughs> or an you're issue. loaded. There's which, yeah. There's the other option. Is, Sorry, I'm not is, used to being loaded. I don't know what that life is like, but John, let me know, Doctor John. No, Dr. John gets hot flashes. He can't drink this. Yeah. I'll, I'll, He's getting his PTSD exactly. I'll on. Never, I'll never know. <laughs> He's going back to Nam. He doesn't know what's going on. I mean, like even the even the Arbeg 10, I, I paid 60 for that. It came with the two coffee cups, but I think they throw them in for free at Christmas. Yeah. And I've still probably got a quarter left in the cabinet because I just don't want to drink it whenever because it's, it's complex, it's special, it's interesting. I kind of want to just sit and enjoy it and i feel like if i had this in the cabinet it'd be the same thing where it's going to sit in there for six months and it's going to be like someone special's over why don't we try this or you know i got a quiet night i can read and do whatever with that yeah, it's, de it's definitely it. not something that's like me cracking open a course banquet to go take a walk with the family kind of thing like where you just you know, let me go drink, <laughs> drink a, and drive let me go drink 75 dollar whiskey and go take a walk no it's it's when something you you're gonna to go Vegas? sit with because it's not even price prohibitive, but the, just the whole experience, you need to just savor it. Yeah, I mean, and let's be real. If someone gave this to me as a gift, like you guys are saying, and it was like, no strings attached, here you go. Like, I don't know, 
this is our two year anniversary. If my wife bought me this, you know, for that special occasion, I'd be like, wow, this is not thinking about price. It's fantastic. I like this. I'll, I'll drink it. But then once I knew the price, I'd be like, I will make this last and I don't want to go too deep, too fast. So it's just, it becomes such a weird mind game. You know, if you're the common man, it's weird. Yeah. It's not like you're having three glasses a night. No, you're, 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 you have one, you milk it for 45 minutes plus, And that's yeah, this is like, uh, I'm doing my own thing, listening to music, going to my office, doing whatever one glass. I'm not drinking a lot tonight. I'm not mixing it. Any of that stuff. I was actually really mad. We went, we went to, went to my family's. My uncle had some, he left early that night. I looked over the table. I half his glass was still there. I was like, I pour you this expensive ass whiskey and you leave it behind. Yeah. But for him, that's not expensive. Uh, yeah, he's over there with a cabinet full of $3,000 in whiskey. He's got that. John, what was that fun Son fact you bitch. brought up? It's in the watch. Oh, Jamie, pull that, that up. I did. I did. Jamie, pull that. Jamie pull I, that did uh, I did. I did tell him about that, and he thought it was fucking nuts, too. Your uncle sounds like a cool guy. Yeah, oh. that's the problem. He is a cool guy. Old vatted Glenlivet, 1862. I'm glad you had that vatted. baby. Yeah, no. My uncle's a cool guy. One time we'll have to have him on the podcast for sure. He's going to yell at all of us. Anyways, let's wrap this bitch. You guys got any closing words? If you experience week? anaphylactic reaction while drinking this whiskey, please seek immediate attention. John, have you ever been to Texas? Mm-mm. Well, I really want to. What if you go and you also the... get hot flashes? Ooh, like Are I step off the, the plane that and just... You get... Just sweat out of every pore. It becomes, uh, it becomes, what's her name? The blueberry girl. <laughs> Violet. Violet's got Violet. Willy Wonka style. John's turning John. <laughs> Anyways, what's next week? I actually have no fucking idea. Uh, yeah, I did it again. Week. It's the Akashi. Yeah. yeah we are doing Akashi? It. Okay, Japanese whiskey. It's going to be oh. fun. I've had it. It's good. We're going to review it. It'll be, it'll be a freaking banger of an episode like all of them you can find us you can find us on twitter instagram or email us smell my whiskey with an e for for email it's at gmail.com what do you know no emails in the freaking locker email us boys let Let us know what you think just check check. i guess or i already checked pat i was right there i checked Email us. Tell us what we should drink. Tell us what we're doing wrong. We're doing right. Let us know. But only tell us the bad stuff in the emails. Go on the podcast and rate us five stars. Tell us how awesome we are. Let everyone know what's going on. Leave uh, a review. Write something. Maybe we'll go read it. Yeah. It'll all be good. Clint, are you good? You got it all figured out? Clint, where are you? Or where can we find you? Say oh. it. Say it. Say it. Wow. Say it. He, he doesn't even get a chance to Say do it himself anymore. At the did. bowling alley. God. You guys must be mad about that one episode you, that I was right and you didn't say it. What? John's underscore sketchbook. No new drawings. Well, hasn't posted anything in six weeks. He got new pens. He did get new pens. What's even What's even better? Here's the best part about this. He sent us a Snapchat of his new pens, and he did this. Let's see. Early, late last night. Yeah. Okay. And we were supposed to record last night, but I couldn't because I was doing Passover stuff. And I could see in the background, John had no notes written down. Not a single one, boys. I was so happy Max said he He's frozen now. <laughs> He's frozen. <laughs> all, all I know is there are no notes written down on this whiskey. It just said palette, nose, Hot flashes nothing. crossed off. Hot flashes rewritten. <laughs> it was perfect. He was, he was really, he needed that extra day. I really helped him out. Oh, man. Oh, anyways, yeah. So that's our Balcones, uh, Texas. No, we made a mistake. Malt. 
pot to skill with Dilly did. Where does this bottle fall in the ranking? I yeah. said number no. five. No. Oh, yeah, he did. I, well, did. I, must, I must have been talking over I, I did. I said it's above Horse Soldier Reserve. I didn't. Oh, I thought that was just bottles. conversation. I'm sorry, no, everybody. I said it's a number five. All right. Wow. You can get the belt out. Oh, wow. Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, and you're doing it. Did you guys hear about that new Star Wars show? <laughs> <laughs> Is it called Ooh Daddy, the Bad Ones? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> The bottle. The last bottle. All right, boys. We're just 40. It's trying to review whiskey. We'll see you next week. Cheers. Bye, Craig. Did y'all say I froze up on that part? Fuck me.